0: Hi everyone, this is Ahmed, Head of Speaker Series and Workshops at DataSock. For our very first event, myself and Siusha interviewed Sai, who's a Senior Consultant at Ernest & Young. Uh, Sai has a technology background. He did his Bachelor's in IT and he also did a Master's in Technology. And then he decided to switch to consulting uh, and he did another Master's at Smurfit uh, that's in Organizing, Planning and Management. So do enjoy uh, this first event and there'll be many more to come.
1: Hi, um, I'm Searsha, I'm head of member recruitment. Thank you so much for coming. It's really good to meet you. Um, so would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Hi, Saoirse. Um Thank you so much for giving this opportunity as um, all. Um, my name is Sainath, and um, I'm currently working as a senior consultant in the EY. Um, before joining EY, I was working with Deloitte in Ireland um, and a um, financial services company back in the, uh, India and in the UK as well. So um, my specialization is um, focusing on large scale transformation programs um, at various clients and helping them achieve their uh, transformation goals. So that's, that's my key focus in EY. And um, how I landed the job in EY is um, I, I came to Ireland to do my master's after working up a couple of years in the financial services firm in India. I came here to do my master's in strategic management and planning. And after that, um, um, during my master's, I interacted with a lot of people in Ireland uh, through the meetup.com. I went to various meetups and then participated in a couple of uh, startup weekends and all those kind of things. Uh, just expanded my network, and that's how I got my first job with in Ireland with Deloitte. And later on, I got I saw an opportunity with EY, and I was more interested, and that's how I landed here. That's bit
1: So you've done a lot. Sounds really really interesting. Um, so you studied IT up to a master's level, um, and you also worked in IT. Um, and we were wondering what made you make the switch to consulting.
2: So when I was working in IT, um, I was pretty much focused on the delivery side of things. So how do how do you deliver once the decisions has been made? How do you deliver the final solution to the end users? So uh, but when there was a point of time in my IT career where um, I went to the UK, I was involved. The client was going through a major IT transformation program, so I went to the UK to deliver that program. So then I was pretty much closely working with all the business stakeholders. Suppose, let's say, if you are taking a decision A, B, and C, how are we going, um, how are they arriving at those decisions? How are they making those decisions actually, which are um, pretty much aligned to the organization strategy? That fascinated me. So I was like, okay, I I know how to deliver once the decision has been taken, but how these decisions uh, were actually made. So then I researched on what are the best universities and then I got used Morfitt and that's how I landed here. And uh, although I was working in IT, it's a consulting cognizant is kind of semi-consulting and delivery form. So I was always interested in consulting, but I didn't have um, those skills. So that's after the master, so that's how I ended up in consulting.
1: Okay, cool. that's really interesting. Um, so a few of our members asked a few different questions. Um, and one of those questions was, how did you make that switch from IT to consulting and did your second master's help a lot with that do you think it was necessary
2: so yeah so i would say when you talk about consulting right first thing you will have to understand if you understand what is consulting then it will be pretty much easier at wherever you at your career stage is whether consulting is right for you or not so i'll Tell about what exactly is consulting in basic layman terms, right? So when a client looks for a consultant, he is act, you are actually going and providing them some value or insights based on your past experience. It can be I suppose if you talk about IT consulting. So I have experience in delivering IT programs for a fair amount of level. So and then the client is stuck in some way. So you are going to go and help them based on your previous experience. See, this is what we have done in the previous form or this is what i have done in the previous project these are the industry best practices which you can follow which will help you to um, succeed in this project so that's what a consultant typically do so experienced consultant when you talk about graduates they come in they understand um, they work with the senior consultants and the managers in the firm and they gain the experience on the job so there are two sides of it if you join as a graduate you learn through your um, job experience on the job in the consulting itself, or if you are coming from the delivery side of things, then you need to gain enough amount of knowledge so that you can transfer those skills when you go into consulting and say, Hey, this is what I have done in my previous project or previous thing. So when I was looking into roles um, in consulting, I was looking for roles which where I can leverage my previous experience. So as I said, I was involved in an IT transformation program previously. So I was looking for a role which is pretty much focused on transformation program. So I can say when I went to uh, EY and I'm working with the financial services firm in now in Ireland, they're also going through a transformation program. And then I had del- experience in delivering projects previously as part of my IT role. So I told C, I have done, I have delivered so many number of projects previously in IT. Okay. And you are also looking to Transform how you deliver projects here. So that experience I can bring, and that's how I can I sold myself as a consultant, um, where I can leverage my previous experience. So if you are a graduate, then really focus on what you would like to do because you will learn through the job, and then um, you'll enjoy it as well. And if you are an experienced uh, IT delivery guy or something like something focused on really technology, then while you are applying for roles, really focus on the roles where you can leverage your previous experience into the consulting
1: world. Okay, thank you very much. Um, So I'm just going to switch over to Ahmed now, he's going to ask you a few questions. Thank you very much for
0: that. Thank you, Saoirse. Thanks, Saoirse. So that's that's a great answer, Sai, thank you very much. Uh, I was just wondering as well, like you, did you do your second master's in order to switch to consulting, or was that something extra that you wanted to do? That that's that was a question that many of our members were wondering as well.
2: Yeah, so it's it's kind of uh, there are two sides of there are two parts of this answer. So right, first in in my career in long term, not maybe now, but maybe five years down the line, or ten years down the line, I don't know. Um, I want to open up my own company, own technology firm, something of that sort, some product company. So this master's really helped me to achieve those skills in terms of what is entrepreneurship. It it took me a step closer to the entrepreneurship, right? So I didn't even know what is a business model canvas, till I joined UCD. So in the strategic management planning, they introduced me to the 101 of um, entrepreneurship, uh, business model canvas, how to do like high level, you know, profit and loss, Statements and then it has had a really good course on negotiation skills. So if you start a startup and then if you are looking to exit and sell to somebody uh, in the market, how are you going to value yourself and all those kind of things? So that's one of the main reasons why I chose to do this masters because I don't know at later point of time I made I I will have the time and then you know resources to do this this masters again. So that's why I took the decision early on to help my long term goal and the second reason is it did help me to achieve uh, a role in consulting so when i talk about uh, when i went to the interview one only one thing i told them is see in this masters i learned decision making techniques so when when things are uncertain and then you want to take key decisions these are the techniques which i will apply to take those decisions so that is one of the modules in our uh, course, which is called decision making techniques and how business stakeholders take those decisions using decision trees or whatever um, complex techniques they use. So that really helped me to get my job. But uh, one of the key reasons was, you know, um, to
0: help my long term goal of
2: going into entrepreneurship.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. Thank you for the answer. So, but, so you wouldn't say it's necessarily to have, a. so you can go and say, I'm doing computer science right now, personally. And say right. I on to consulting, do I, is it like some sort of a requirement for me to do a different course or can I go straight from computer science into consulting, do you think? You can, definitely. Um, so when you talk about consulting, so
2: if there are two, um, so if we talk about UI, there are uh, two service lines. One is business consulting and another one is technology consulting. So when you talk about business consulting, you might be working with uh, public sector clients. For example, let's say you might be helping um, HSE with their COVID strategy. Okay, because they might not necessarily, they might not have, necessarily have their right skills. You know, everybody is focused on frontline and doing service in HSE. So as a consultant, you might go and help them. You know, suppose, let's say we have to distribute 100,000 masks. Okay, what is the strategy and all those kind of things. So those kind of things, uh, when they are looking to recruit graduates in business consulting, they might look for people, mostly they will look for people who are with a business degree or, you know, management consulting. But when you talk about technology consulting, um, they will be looking for people who has technical experience because what you are doing, essentially doing is, let's say, a business has 10 million to invest in their digital transformation program next year. So what kind of software they need to implement? You know what kind of projects they need to implement how do they upgrade things and all those kind of things so definitely you can go into technical technical consulting but if you want to go into business you might it is better if you choose business oriented
0: mm-hmm. well that makes sense um two related questions so obviously many many of ucd students do aspire to work at a consulting firm such as ui so like what do you think what's needed to ace an interview at, at such a consulting firm? And like, so what are the, like, the hard skills, for example, that you need as well to, to be able to work at a company such as EOI? Um So it's a very hard question to answer
2: because um, things are so when you talk about graduate level, uh, it's a little bit more competitive because there are so many people at graduate level looking to um, work for any of the consulting firm, not just EY, like PwC or Deloitte. So, um, in the, so you need to have a good resume, okay? So that's obviously the first thing. And then you need to really focus on um, the key differentiators between you and others. Suppose, let's say you are running song, right? So that's, that's a big advantage. So you straight away prove that you have ability to lead a team. Okay, or at least ability to work in a team environment. And then you also have good communication skills. And then you also have good time management and then task management skills, because there are so many things which you will be doing in there. So and uh, you are managing the, uh, the time and as well as resources to do that. So if a person who has not part of any of these, societies just done his degree and has one is to one and there is you running data sock, then definitely you will be picked. So, find something. Um, I would advise people to do something out of their um, curriculum and then do some extracurricular activities. Go and join a society or, um, you know, run a meetup or something like that. Something interesting which can, these skills will definitely directly be transferred to your work environment. Right. So if you just have academic skills, you will not make it through the cut. So you need to have something extra to um, go into consulting.
0: Mm-hmm. That's perfect, thank you very much. Um, so many questions came in as well about the types of projects that EY uh, works on. So many of our uh, members are computer science students, naturally. Uh so, like they're wondering what kind of tech projects do you work on in in a consulting firm because you know someone who's uh always thinking computer science might not think a consultancy firm would have that big of a tech project, and as well as uh tech projects, what kind of you know what variety of projects do you guys work on other than tech as well
2: so um recently we have uh Eva has launched so. Before June 2020, there was a different strategy for our firm. Every year, they change the strategy at a higher level from the US to uh, whole world. So, uh, so as part of the uh, new firm strategy, we are co- we are uh, investing heavily on technology consulting this year. So there are really exciting projects going on. Um, I won't I I I cannot space uh, the specifics of the projects, but I will say briefly about some, let's say. Um, RPA is one of the key um, technology uh, key things which we are looking at this year. So everywhere we are trying to look out. So for example, let's say if you take about me and project management, right? So we deliver, we help deliver people uh, big large-scale transformation programs and manage those projects for them, right? So every week we will be doing some status reports or financial reports. These are all manual tasks, mundane tasks, repetitive every week the same, uh, we will do the same thing. So as a technology consultant, if you come into UI, what you do is you identify the processes, which are manual, right? And which can be automated. And then you make a business case around it saying that, hey, let's say if you automate this um, process using RPA, using UI path or Blue Prism or whatever, you uh, you will save hundred million a year or something like that. Or you will save two resources, full time resources cost. So that's, that's one part of it, and there are other side of consultants which we are investing heavily on right now, which we already have, but investing heavily on who is focused on only delivery. So once the management consultant or um, technology consultant guy has created this business case, saying evaluated, and there's this guy coming and you know implementing whole um, end-to-end RPA process and automating it. So EY has whole. Um, IT delivery or service integration consultants. So it's up to you. Once you come into, uh, um, once you join the firm, they they will ask you based on your interest and based on your skill set, you can take up whatever role you want to do. Mm-hmm. And if we talk about non-tech uh, consulting, um, as I said, like um, you might be working with public sector uh, right now, public sector and government agencies working on COVID strategy and then there is interesting pieces going on, on on return to office let's say if you talk if you see the um, dog patch labs or any of the we work or any of these places where so many people are uh, coming to work every day and everything is hot desking so now with the covid you you don't have the luxury of hot desking. you need to sit on the desk in the same desk 95. so how do organizations return to work or how do they restructure their work environment um all these kind of things um are part of the business
0: concept mm-hmm. that's that's great uh thank you um so obviously most of us are college students in data socks so we were wondering so as part of your college experience whether it, it was the bachelor one or the master's one what was you know the most helpful thing and what was something that you wish there was more of you know what was something that if you go back to college, you'd be like, okay, we don't do enough of this in college, so I'll do more of it on by myself. You know, is it like, for example, more coding or more, you know, consulting workshops, something? Like that? Um,
2: I will focus on my master's uh, thing, right? So, when I when I joined uh, master's in SMARTFET, UCD University, Smarfit and Strategic Management Planning, one thing which I really liked is. Um, Obviously, the professors and the syllabus, the course structure, it's very, very good. It will tell you um, uh, from 101 to you know, a certain level in terms of entrepreneurship or decision-making or negotiation skills. So, the, the things and techniques and the methods which I have been taught are very, very good. They are practical focused. Um, there are case studies and then that, that's one thing which I like. We, we do, used to do case study on each and every topic and method which, uh, which we have been told. But one thing I fo- uh, I didn't like much is when I when you see about uh, when you see maybe this is uh, I don't know maybe this is because we only have one year to do our masters but when I um, see the UCD um, main campus in Bel- Belfield and then the undergraduate guys they have so many societies and then so many um, you know something like data sock or anything like that so they interact more with the industry or they have something to do out of their course. Here in Smurfit, it's up to you there are resources uh, and obviously Dublin is quite resourceful. You, you don't need necessarily the Smartfit or UCD to uh, you know, learn a few things, you can go outside and do it on your own. But I felt that there, there is room for improvement on, you know, how these kind of societies or um, extracurricular activities or community of practices, whatever you call them, can be incorporated in the masters um, code or they can be more brought more closer to the master's students as well, because they will also have not necessarily everybody will have the interest, you know, to go and Google and research and join these societies. Right. So if, if that has been brought into the masters um, world as well, it
0: will, it would have been great. That's, that's one thing. And is there something that you as a student think you should have done more back then? Now you look back and you're like, I probably should have done more of that. For example, if I, if I look at myself in first year, I'll probably be like, you should do more coding outside of your curriculum. So like, is there something like that for you? Definitely. Like, um,
2: maybe my bachelor's, I was like pretty much like any other undergraduate guy. I, I was just focused on getting my just assignments done and that's all no more coding at all. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, if I would have done more coding, I, maybe I would have gone into the solution architect path which is quite rewarding now rather than consultant but yeah it's up to what people do like and know like and but anyway coming back to the point yes definitely uh definitely do there are suppose if you talk about uh, data science specifically right there is an open data project which is run by european union as well as irish government you might know already opengov.ie if you go mm-hmm. into that there are so much data on it um not many people in um business analytics, if you talk about SmartFit, go and code and use that data to generate some wonderful projects uh, um, outside the course curriculum. So if you go and leverage that and then leverage all the open source programs and do coding, you can achieve so many more things. Definitely, I feel that um, not in my master since it's not related to coding, I don't have any regrets. I I think I have pretty much done uh, everything what I can do because i I learned those lessons in my bachelor's. I didn't do much coding, and I didn't do uh, much um, what to say. I didn't put much focus outside my uh, just college uh, curriculum, so yeah, definitely. If you are in data science, definitely do coding definitely. if you if you are not so interested in coding, you can you can choose just visualization itself. You don't need uh, coding at, at all for visualization. you can generate rich insights just using the visualization tools
0: and the data so definitely yeah that's something that many data science students want to hear i can assure you because most of us are not into coding that much i would say <laughs> um anyway so just one last thing the last question i was going through your linkedin yesterday and i i saw it's, it's a great linkedin by the way i i saw so an interesting uh thing you had uh, you won the EY impact award in 2019 and I would just like I would love to hear about that if you if you would like to tell us about it. So um,
2: it's 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 a it's a um, it's an award given to the people who made impact at client side uh, by delivering good work, uh, and then clients also had uh, given good feedback based on my uh, performance. So. Um, well, i cannot reveal much about my client work because i don't know whether it's uh, mm. confidential or not but what i would say is um it's a large transformation program one year transformation program and we had um, around many we had many resources in that uh, project and because of a lot of reasons uh, sometimes people don't like you the client doesn't like you or you don't like the project uh, sometimes it's it's so tough because what we are trying to do uh Uh, The client likes, but suppose let's say if you are going through a big transformation project or big thing, if you are trying to change things, if you are trying to change how people work day to day, some people not like it. But the client wants it, but the day to day guys, like who is actually doing it, they might not like it. So they might give you faces, and because of that, you might not like the project. So for whatever reason, um, after I joined the project, there were so many people who chose to get off the project okay and then some people client didn't like it so they rolled off so i was the one who stuck for one and a half year almost in the same project and then um i when i when i started in that project i didn't know some of the it tools and then after the end of uh, the year uh, i became an SME. whoever has the whoever has a doubt or whoever has a question on that particular tool and on that particular project and that particular framework which we have built for that client. Um, all the questions are coming to me. Um, mm-hmm. So, and I have been uh, I have been extended on the same project for three times. Client requested for an extension, so that's why I got the EU, uh, the impact award at EY um, from EY for delivering good work. But it's it's a so if you if you if you are if you have willingness to learn. And if you are good at problem solving, and if you have good communication skills, uh, these are the three main things to become successful as a consultant. Problem solving skills. Or you, what is your approach? Is your approach right? Always check on your approach. If you are not sure, check with your seniors and make it right. And then if you have good communication skills, and then if you have a willingness to learn, you will become definitely become a successful uh, consultant. So that's what I did. That's why I got the
0: award. That's, that's great. Congratulations on the award. And thank you very much for this. Um, I think we're done with the questions. Searsha, do you have any other questions you'd like to ask?
1: No, I don't, but congrats with the award. Really, really impressive. And everything's been really, really interesting to hear.
0: Thank you, Searsha. Thank
2: you, Muhammad. Uh If you guys have um, like um, any more requests or to... Um,